I'm Michael R. Malley, and this is Fresh Green Blessings, reading the Judeo-Christian Bible through a Buddhist lens with Mother Earth eyes. Welcome to another episode of Fresh Green Blessings, and I am Michael R. Malley. And I'm Ollie Ren Erickson Malley. And this day we'll have a reading from the Gospel of Mark, chapter 6. Uh, we'll be sharing about uh, the part where Jesus speaks of the prophets not being honored in their own home, in their own hometown. And we'll also be talking about the inner teacher and the outer teacher of Buddhism and looking at how that might apply in this setting. Um, as always, we'll have the Tibetan singing bowl, and that is always an invitation to enjoy this moment and the sound of the bell. Ollie will do the reading from Mark for us. I will then um, share a reading reflection and a short Dharma talk, and then Ollie will have the closing thoughts, questions, and reflections. Here's the bell. Enjoy. Today's reading is from Mark, chapter 6, verses 1 through 6. He left that place and came to his hometown, and his, and his disciples followed him. On the Sabbath he began to teach in the synagogue, and many who heard him were astounded. They said, Where did this man get all this? What is this wisdom that has been given to him? What deeds of power are being done by his hands? Is this not the carpenter, the son of Mary, and brother of James, and Joses, and Judas, and Simon? And are not his sisters here with us? And they took offense at him. Then Jesus said to them, Prophets are not without honor, except in their hometown, and among their own kin, and in their own house. And he could do no deed of power there, except that he laid his hands on a few sick people and cured them. And he was amazed at their unbelief. The Vietnamese Zen Buddhist monk Thich Nhat Hanh, also known as Thai, writes, quote, The first source of energy is faith. When you have the energy of faith in you, you are strong. In the Gospel, Jesus said that people with faith could move mountains. Faith is having a path that leads you to freedom, liberation, and the transformation of afflictions. If you have some experience that this path leads in a good direction, you will have faith in your path. If you use a method of practice and find it effective, 
If it brings you mindfulness, concentration, and joy, then faith and confidence are born from this. If we look carefully, we can see that the energy of awakening, compassion, and understanding is already there inside us. Recognizing these energies as an inherent part of your very being, you have confidence in these energies. And if you know how to practice, you can generate these energies to protect yourself and to succeed in what you want to do." Unquote. From The Art of Power, pages 15 and 16. Buddhism speaks of both the outer teacher and the inner teacher. The mission of the outer spiritual teacher is to help the student awaken to their own inner teacher. As Tai says, compassion and understanding are an inherent part of your very being. Similarly, Jesus tells the people that they are the children of God. There is an inherent goodness within them. It simply needs awakening. If there were no possibility of this inner awakening, Jesus would be senseless in his attempts to teach the crowds. Jesus may have been the perfect teacher, but even for him, in his hometown, quote, he could do no deed of power there, except that he laid his hands on a few sick people and cured them, unquote. Mark chapter 6, verse 5. No matter how pure and genuine the teacher or the teachings, for a teacher to be effective, the listeners must be receptive. If the student has no faith in the teacher and refuses the outer teacher's teachings, there is no possibility for inner spiritual transformation. The inner teacher will remain dormant and asleep. Contemporary spiritual and religious teachers are far from perfect. Some of them are quite flawed, and far too many have abused their power and brought terrible harm to trusting students. As spiritual and religious students, we must exercise great care, being aware of signs of danger or abuse. And those who follow the path of being spiritual or religious leaders must be ever watchful of their own wily egos and ever mindful so as to avoid doing harm as teachers or through the teachings. When we find a path that leads in a good direction, our inner teacher can dance with the worthy teachings of the appropriate outer teacher or teachers. If we find a spiritual or religious teacher whose teachings resonate with our inner teacher, we may find ourselves in the sacred dance between the outer and inner teachings. To protect ourselves from harm, however, Thai cautions that we must always put our greater faith in the inner teacher. When we are on a path that leads to freedom, liberation, and the transformation of afflictions, then we may have faith in the path. Even though traditionally in our Bible, the Gospels are in the order Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, most biblical scholars, most, most biblical scholars think that the oldest of the four Gospels is the Gospel of Mark. 
And it seems that perhaps Matthew and Luke um, were aware of the Gospel of Mark and drew from it and then drew from other sources as well. Um, and I really appreciate this line in Mark from verse 5 where it says, And he could do no deed of power there except that he laid his hands on a few sick people and cured them. This really challenges, I think, some of the ways that many of us tend to think of Jesus. He could do no deed of power there. But what I love about it is that it, it implies this depth of relationship between the teacher, between the rabbi, between Jesus and his followers, his students, his disciples. And we see again and again throughout the gospel stories this, you know, this power of faith, this power of when people have faith in his teachings and, and what is able to be accomplished and, and what happens when they lack that faith. Um, we have Peter who walks on the water, but then <laughs> all of a sudden he, he loses his faith and, 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 and he sinks in, in, into the water. Um, so, so you have these stories throughout the Bible um, that, that emphasize this. But in, in this particular line, I'm, I'm, I'm struck by that. He could do no deed of power there. Um, now, it's, it's, it's probably worth noting that if you look at the complementary text um, in Matthew chapter 13, it reads, um, And he, Jesus, did not do many deeds of power there because of their unbelief. So it conveys a different message. And as we've uh, talked before, um, the authors of the different Gospels seem to have some different understandings of, of, of who this Jesus was and, and that. But our focus today is, is on Mark. And when I read that, I immediately found myself thinking about that, that notion of outer teacher and inner teacher. And that's really emphasized within the Buddhist tradition, that the idea is that we have this inner teacher that needs awakened, and that can be awakened. And, and that, is, that is the work of the spiritual path, to, to, kind, of, to kind of wake up to the teachings. And, and there's a certain um, resonance or or there's, there, there's this feeling of like, of, of like ah, yes, that, that you react in some way to the teachings at some point. And I tend to think that there is something very similar within the Christian tradition. Um, we have that, that, that inner something, uh, our soul, our conscience, something that tells us when this is right or this is not right. You know, my, my dad, he, um, he only had an eighth grade education, but I, I, I feel like he carried great wisdom. And I remember him saying like, saying, I remember him saying, people know, people know what they should do and shouldn't do. If they really stop, they know within themselves. And 
I think, I think part of the key is that is if you really stop. Because so often we don't stop. We don't do that kind of that self-check-in. Um, reading this, I'm reminded of uh, a strange experience that happened to me years and years ago. And, and I want to keep this a little bit oblique. Um, but there was a spiritual teacher and I really appreciated this person's teachings. And I had an opportunity um, to go and spend the weekend with this teacher and with, with other students of this teacher. And I don't remember exactly when it happened. I actually think it happened pretty early on that I, I felt uncomfortable. Um, I had never seen or heard this person live in person before. I knew of them and, and I had read some of their writings. But when I was there, I just, something didn't feel right. And, and that's all I could really say, just something didn't feel right. Now there were a few things that happened over the weekend that I could point to, um, but I was so uncomfortable that when I returned from that weekend, I was so ill at ease that I just felt like I needed to take a break from that person's writings. I needed to take a break from their teachings. And what was interesting was that, I don't, I don't remember the exact timeline, but a couple of years later, or a few years later, information came out where this, uh, this religious leader, this spiritual leader, had uh, completely abused their position and done great harm to many people. And um, I'm sure that with some other teacher, I just might not have had any sort of um, awareness or sense that anything was wrong. But with this particular teacher and this particular weekend, um, my inner teacher was there. There was something inside me and, and it, it gets very difficult to even explain because it was just, it wasn't something that I could easily point to. Um, Caitlin Matthews sometimes talks of the subtle senses, you know, intuition or resonance or uh, what we might say, just a feeling, you know, and, and, and it was like that. I, I just, something didn't feel right to me. My gosh, we have to pay attention to that. We have to pay attention to that. And even if, even if, if, if we're mistaken, you know, because I, I, I believe that those, uh, those folks in Jesus's hometown, they missed out. <laughs> they, they missed out because they couldn't accept him. I, this is, you know, this is, we know his siblings. We, you know, we know he's just this carpenter, son of a carpenter, Mary's son, and, and they couldn't accept him. And they missed out because of that, but I think it does point to that same idea that there is a, there has to be a certain mutuality 
for for us to grow and learn from a teacher. And, and, and I think, you know, my gosh, with all the horrific stories we hear in, in these, these days, it's certainly good to exercise caution, right? Because we, you know, we don't want to get into a situation where we're supporting someone who is abusive, and we certainly don't want to put ourselves in any kind of harm. So there's all of that. But the other word that I used in there was dance. When things do feel right. Um, we mentioned Thich Nhat Hanh. Uh, I quoted him in that reading. Uh, Ali and I have had opportunities to go on a number of mindfulness retreats with Thich Nhat Hanh. And it just felt like pure blessing to be there in his presence. And it felt good to be receptive and to be open. And when the situation is right for that, then we can grow. I, I, I'm working right now, I've been doing some tutoring work with students and at a local university. And it was, it's been such a reminder to me. I love to teach. I love to teach people who really want to learn. All the students who are coming to visit me during these tutoring hours, they all really want to learn the material. They may have different ability levels, but they are all motivated. And that is so different than being in a situation where you're trying to work with a student who really doesn't want to be there, or a student who really doesn't want to learn. You know, there has to be a mutuality. There has to be a mutuality. And, and so I, I think that's part of the invitation. You know, we can go to the local bookstore, we can, you know, we can go to the local library, and there's all these different books, all these different traditions, and and we can see what resonates with us. We can see what feels right to us. And I have no illusion that because I'm drawn to TikTok Hans teachings, that that's what you should be drawn to. You may be drawn to some other teacher that I'm not drawn to. I think that's why there's multiple teachers in the world. There's one more thing I want to talk about with the outer and inner teacher stuff. I mentioned that teacher that I felt uncomfortable with. And especially when I learned about their misusing power and that, I didn't know what to do. Especially because many of the teachings of that particular teacher had had a profound positive impact on my life. 
I couldn't deny that reality. And I, I struggled with it. And you might have said, well, too bad. Given what they've done, I never want to look at their teachings again. And I certainly would put no fault with that decision. But I struggled with this back and forth, back and forth. And then I heard this piece by uh, Joseph Campbell, the mythographer. And he told this story, and if I recall, it was a story from India of a young man who had a spiritual teacher. And once a week, he would have to go from his hometown, cross over the bridge, and go to where the teacher was and receive the teachings. But one week when he was going and when he arrived at the river and was ready to cross the bridge, he found that because of the storms, the bridge had been washed away. There was no way to get across to his teacher, but he so appreciated the teachings and he wanted to go and, and, and see this teacher and learn from this teacher. And he stood there on the one bank and he thought for a moment and then he started to repeat his teacher's name. And he repeated his teacher's name again and again and then he put a foot out on the water and he was able to step on top of the water. And repeating his teacher's name, he walked across the water to the other side and then he rushed to the place where the teachings were being given. Well, of course, with all this, he was a bit late, and his master spoke to him and said, Why are you so late? Well, the young man explained about the storm and, and, and the bridge being washed out and how he stood on one side and thought for a few moments and, and then started to say his teacher's name over and over and over again and then tried stepping on the water and found that he was able to walk across, and that's how he finally made it. And the master said, Hmm and accepted this. Late that evening, after all the students had left, the master himself walked down to the river. And he got to the place where the bridge should have been and he saw that his student had spoken truly that the bridge had been washed out by the storm. And then he thought about what his student had said, how his student had repeated his name again and again and then was able to walk across the water. And so the master stood there on the bank and he said, me, me, me. And he stepped out onto the water and was pulled in under downstream, and he drowned. When I heard that story, I decided that I could still learn from those teachings. 
I think it is best <laughs> if our teacher is completely aligned with the teachings. And I think we need to be watchful and wary. Watchful, I think we need to be watchful and wary for those times when the teacher's ego is there. But as in that story, that student was able to grow and learn through the teacher's teachings, despite the fierce ego of that teacher, which ultimately ended in his own demise. This is especially challenging for any minister, rabbi, imam, monk, anyone, including myself, who tries to put ourselves in the position of trying to be a teacher. Because I will tell you right now, I am so, so, so far from the person I would love to be. And so I'm constantly in that, that challenge of trying to offer the teachings that have been valuable to me or the little thoughts or insights that have helped me on the path while also trying to be as honest as I can in terms of my own limitations and trying to be as aware as I can of my own wily ego, of my own... Uh, self-aggrandizing thoughts. This is the dance. I think we must dance with care when we are teachers, certainly, and when we are student, surely. And one of the keys to the dance, perhaps not the only key, but a vital key, is that we need to create the space to hear the little voice inside of us, to feel the little resonances that say, this is good, or this is not right. Here I'm growing, I'm learning, I'm growing in compassion. Here is my ego. Here is that person's ego. This is actually the work. And it doesn't just go on when we're in some rarefied environment and trying to learn or teach. It's actually, <laughs> it's, it's actually the day by day, hour by hour, minute by minute work. To be awake, 
because our inner teacher is always ready to teach us. And to be awake. Because time and time again, there are those around us, sometimes those whom we least suspect, who are serving as outer teachers to us in any given or particular moment. Jesus was known as a great healer, but his healing is quite limited in his hometown because people simply do not accept that this carpenter's son is now a great healer and teacher. Our inner teacher only enters the sacred dance with the outer teacher if and when our inner teacher chooses to get on the dance floor. Caution and care must be exercised in selecting our outer teachers. Jesus says elsewhere, You'll know a worthy teacher by the fruits of their teachings. Matthew chapter 7, verses 15 through 20. Thich Nhat Hanh concurs. Do the outer teacher's teachings invite you into practices of mindfulness, concentration, and joy? Are you on the path towards freedom, liberation, and the transformation of afflictions? Do the teachings put you on a path of awakening, compassion, and understanding? If you have such a path, such methods of practice, you can generate these energies to protect yourself. With the energy of faith in such a path, you will be strong. I'm Michael R. Malley, and you've been listening to Fresh Green Blessings, where we've been reading the Judeo-Christian Bible through a Buddhist lens with Mother of Eyes.